Hello, you are listening to a very special mini-series of the Sustainable-ish podcast with me, Jen Gale, counting down to and celebrating the launch of the Sustainable-ish Living Guide, my book that is everything you need to know to make small changes that make a big difference. Join me for 12 days, diving into a chapter each day and chatting to someone marvellous, doing good stuff relevant to the topic of that chapter to infuse and inspire you to take action and obviously to get your mitts on a copy of my book. (laughs) One of my favourite comments I've had so far from someone who was sent an advanced copy is that it's the most eco-common sense thing I've read, which I absolutely love because I feel like we all need a bit of eco-common sense as we enter a new year and a new decade where we'll all need to be making changes. So we need to figure out how to make those changes work for us. The book is published by Bloomsbury and it is out on January the 9th. So if you're listening before that, you can pre-order it from all the usual places online Or if you're listening after that point, you can, of course, order it online or it should be available in all good bookshops. Or obviously, the sustainable-ish option would be to ask your library to order it in for you. Day 12. We made it. My goodness me, suddenly writing a 300 plus page book feels like a walk in the park after 12 podcast episodes on the trot, mostly edited and some recorded over the Christmas period. I definitely feel like I need a lie down, but not before I say a huge thank you to all of the amazing guests who have joined me in this special mini series, to you for listening, to everyone who has pre-ordered the book and for the lovely feedback and the comments that are starting to pop up about it on social media. Now, if you've enjoyed this mini-series, there are over 50 other episodes of the Sustainable-ish podcast to catch up on. You can find them on the website, and they're available via all the usual podcast-playing app thingamajigs. Please do leave a review of the podcast if you've got a little minute, because it really does make all the difference for the podcast rankings and helps to lure more people in. (laughs) Sounds really quite sinister, doesn't it? Right, on with day 12 of the 12 days of Sustainable-ish, and it's chapter 12 in the book, The Sustainable-ish Living Guide, and it is activism-ish. Now, I'm pretty confident saying that I think for lots of us, when I say the words activism and activist, can be a bit off-putting, a bit aggressive maybe, I would never describe myself as an activist, but actually, when it comes down to it, we all have the potential to be activists. We have the potential to do a bit of activism-ish, just by making some different choices every day and by taking action, no matter how small. In this episode, I'm chatting to Jo Mosley, who is at Healthy Happy 50 on Instagram and is a little ray of sunshine, actually a big ray of sunshine to follow online. She's another person who wouldn't describe herself as an activist, but my goodness, she takes action. When she was facing an empty nest as her youngest left home, she decided to set herself the challenge of paddle boarding from coast to coast across the north of England, along canals, picking up litter as she went and raising funds for two great charities, Two Minute Beach Clean and Wave Project. 
Her enthusiasm and her passion is contagious. And if you want to brighten up what is a pretty dull grey January day as I'm sat here recording this intro, I can't think of many better ways to do it than to listen to Jo. Enjoy. Hello, Jo. Welcome to Sustainable-ish. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, really exciting. And you're the um, the last episode in these 12 days of Sustainable-ish. So uh, yeah, we're honest. finishing with a bang. So that's perfect. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. Can you introduce yourself to anybody who doesn't, hasn't come across you before? Of course. Introduce um, my yourself, name's... did I say? I meant, int- yeah, introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, introduce <laughs> me, I, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a long 12 yeah, days. Um, my name's Jo Mosley. Um, I am Healthy Happy 50, 5 at the end, um, on Twitter and Instagram. And um, I'm a mum. I live on the edge of the Yorkshire Dales. And I guess I'm known for paddling quite a long way, paddleboarding quite a long way, and picking up litter every day. And just talking about how much joy that brings me. That's amazing. And there's loads of things we're going to dive into there. And I specifically wanted to to get you on today for this last chapter in the book, which is activism. But I've called it activism-ish in keeping mm. with the kind of ish of the whole book, because I think lots of us, when we think about activism, it's quite, uh, I don't know if aggressive is the, is the right word, but it, it, it is quite an emotive word, isn't it? And I shy mm. away from describing myself as an activist. I don't think of myself as an activist, but mm. I talk in the book about the fact that, you know, we're, we're all activists in, and we can all be activists with it, just with our everyday choices and our everyday actions and the things we choose to buy or not buy or picking up litter and all that sort of thing. And I think that you embody that really, really brilliantly with the things that oh, you do. Thank you. No, I agree. I sometimes, um, feel it can be a little bit of a scary word but then when you break it down it just means that you're quite active in the things that you know mean something to you Mm. bring joy to you lift your heart upset you things that you want to do things about um so yeah I agree with you um eco activist ishy is more (laughs) like what I am I'm a bit more of an ish um but that works for me and and it's it's all about doing the the small things every day and joining in with other people and making it a, a big difference that way I hope yeah, definitely. So talk to us about um, paddleboarding, because I we I interviewed Kat, um, Kat Cal Major um, from yeah. Paddle Against Plastic, and <laughs> you said that she's, you're kind of friends with her, and um, mm. sounds like you inspire each other in the sort of paddleboarding adventures that you go on. Tell us a little bit about yours. Um, so what I did um, was I paddleboarded this summer from Liverpool to Goul, which is um, coast to coast, or as close to coast coast as you can get so Liverpool in the west to Goul which is the most inland port in the east mm-hmm. um, 162 miles along the Leeds and Liverpool canal and the air and colder navigation and I picked up litter as I was going along not every piece of litter obviously mm. um, picked up litter talked a lot about it on social media as I did um, as I did so and also I raised money for the Two Minutes Beach Clean um, community and um, the Way Project, which is a surf therapy program, a charity that sends children and young adults um, for surf therapy to help them lead more confident and positive lives. So for me, it's all about um, it was trying to show that. Um, the canals look after us. The canals are wonderful for our well-being. And so we can have a responsibility and an opportunity to look after them. It's like a sort of circle of 
they look after us, we look mm. after them. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I was actually the first woman to do it. Um, wow. with, uh, yeah, I know. 54. Um, my friend Jason was the first person to do it and he's just a tiny bit older than me. Um, and I just met him on Instagram, which is the power of social media. Yes. And, uh, he was just an amazing mentor and support as I did it. And, uh, yeah, it was my summer holiday. It was my dream to pull me to the future when my sons uh, left for university and my youngest son leaving for university. And, um, yeah, it's been an, it was an extraordinary experience. Um, loved literally almost every second. <laughs> <laughs> and how long did it take you? It took me 11 days. Um, okay. I had, that's all I kind of had with my annual leave. Yeah. Um, and, um, I planned to finish on a Tuesday at four o'clock and I finished, um, I think it was uh, two or three hours later. So, um, but uh, it, it didn't all go exactly as I ex expected it to, but it was more wonderful and more life enhancing. And uh, I had the extra benefit of somebody um, who again met on Instagram who came to film it with me. So I had this extraordinary experience of the, um, the relationship with her and filming it so we have something that we can hopefully share this year next year yeah. in a tangible film about it so hopefully to encourage more people to think that they can do crazy stuff like that so yeah and you know I sort of start thinking about that sort of thing and then I get bogged down in the logistics so where did you yeah. stay uh, so what I wanted to do was to show that you can have adventure on your doorstep and mm -hmm. you don't have to um, fly anywhere. You know, the whole thing about being um, having adventures and not using mm. um, air, air transport or anything like that. So um, I, I live right in the middle of the country. So um, in terms of east to west. So um, at either end, I stayed in B&Bs. Mm -hmm. um, I also stayed with people who asked me to stay with them on from Twitter. Once I oh, announced lovely. I was going to do it, I was like, oh, come and stay with us. Um, and I think if I was doing something again, I would do more of that. But I'm just quite nervous about asking people for help. Yeah. I think it's that whole single mum stuff. I've got to do it on my own. Yeah. Um, so, um, but that was a, an extraordinary experience. Um, and then for four nights, I stayed at home. And what I did was, um, I was very deliberate that I would uh, do it whilst my sons were both doing other things. My son, one was interrailing, one was finishing his master's. I didn't want it to be about them having to support mum. Yes. So um, I asked a friend of mine, her daughter, to um, literally collect me, eat, you know, collect me at my mm. end point. She'd bring me home. Uh, I sleep in my own bed, <laughs> put a wash on, yeah. um, get my get my energy balls that I'd made um, out of the freezer and then start again the next morning. And so I did that for four nights. So it was a mixture of um, B&Bs, friends that I'd met on Instagram and Twitter and staying at home myself. So it all worked out incredibly. Um, yeah. yeah, I was very, very lucky. And it was great for her and, and um you know, she she was amazing. She would be there at night and help me pack up and yeah. drop me home. And it was oh. a lovely experience. And how much did you weigh? How much litter you collected along the way? Or did you document it in any way? Um, so we've documented it in the film and we documented it as we were going along. And what we tried to do was each day show different things. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, there were certain things every day that came 
up you know yeah. um, particularly energy drink bottles um wow. often half empty energy drink bottles oh but um, they're that they're that color that could be we could be a drink anything um and so but then there was also like the weird stuff like the trolleys and the plastic mm. tractors and i found a bit of jewelry ones um crisp packet so we tried to show different mm. things along the way and then sometimes um people would take it off my board and they'd say look I'll, I'll put it in my car and I'll take it to recycle so that was really nice really kind of people so if I picked up everything I would have been there literally still now but um it was really just showing it was for me to understand what was there I'd read a statistic yeah. and I think Cal talked about this too um I loved her podcast. <laughs> what a great podcast. She's um, amazing, isn't she? She really is. So I think it's 40 million pieces of plastic uh, pollution in the canals and rivers in England and wow. Wales, uh, the Canal and River Trust said, um, of which um, half a million ends up in the ocean and the sea. And if we all took one piece home, um, all the people that visit the canals and rivers, it would all be gone in a year. So I didn't know what to expect. I, I didn't know what I'd find there. Mm. Um, but it was very regular in terms of the m main things I found each day. Yeah. Um, that but I isn't that, share, so. that statistic about, you know, if we all picked up one yeah. or two pieces of litter or whatever. I mean, when people say to me, oh, individual actions, do they really count? Something mm. like that really shows how... Yes, they do. Yeah. You know, if we oh, did our one bit, my goodness, uh, we could yeah. transform the canal system and yeah. more. Absolutely, absolutely. And and with the two minute beach clean where the boards are, um, as as Martin Dory said on another one of your podcasts, you know, the significance when there there are the A frame beach clean boards, because I raise money for them as well, mm. it makes a real difference in what you find on the beach. And the beach that I go to, um, I see people literally walk past the board, you know, pick a bag, pick up some litter, stop and read the board. I, I, I've just, since I, since the board's been there last year, um, you, you, I see people doing it. Mm. And, and, and they, these are the things, individual actions can all together make a difference. Um, and it's that ripple effect. So yeah, if mm. we all did, if we all just did, um, took one piece home and chose differently about what we use I I do genuine I'm too old to be cynical you know <laughs> I'm just too old to think that we can't make a difference I I'm 55 and I have to believe that we can all make a difference otherwise why would we get out of bed yeah now for people who haven't heard that podcast that I did with Martin yes. where we talk about two minute beach clean or haven't seen the sure. hashtag and things on on social yeah. media tell us a little bit um about that and and about the as you say the boards that are out there and the whole yeah. concept of it I guess because is that sure. how you got started in sort of yeah picking? it is absolutely I mean I um we've always gone to the for um, our holidays my dad lives at the coast I've always walked along the beach um, always loved the sea and it was always you know shells or pieces of sea glass that I would pick up mm. then I noticed that it was more and more bits of plastic bits of stuff I couldn't actually pinpoint what it was yeah. or there was bits of fishing net or bits of broken um, fish boxes or whatever and so I gradually realized this was becoming more prevalent and then when I was on Instagram one day I just saw this hashtag two minute beach clean and op it opened up this incredible incredible community of yeah. people who go out and literally take two minutes to look after the places they love and obviously it started with the beaches so we can 
stop that pollution getting into the sea, but there's also um, two minute litter pit, two minute street clean. Um, and actually, um, it, it would be really interesting to, uh, I, I, when I listened to Martin's um, podcast this morning, um, I then went and looked at the figures. I have to get my glasses on. Um, <laughs> there are now 33.6 thousand followers on Instagram alone of that ha- of the Two Minute Beach Clean. Wow. And 127,000 hashtags of times it's been used. And that doesn't include litter pick or um, street clean. Yeah. Um, and he talked, I think it was 400 boards when you interviewed him. And there's yeah. now, I believe there's 801. Wow. The board that, um, one of the boards that I helped contribute to was the eight, 800th. Oh, we opened, yeah, we opened that, I think it was um, October, November last year. And there's a couple that I've still got fundraising that money to, to put towards. So, um, yeah, my goal was to raise money for three boards. And what these boards are, they're like A-frames. And then they sort of say, love where you live. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about what each individual person can do. There's litter picks, there's bags. And then suggest that you take a photo, um, upload it to social media. And what that does is it shows you when you're out there picking up someone's poo bag <laughs> or crisp packet or cigarette butt. The or, poo bags you know, that are the worst. <laughs> oh, yesterday I got one that actually matched my coat. And I thought, oh. this is just, you know, I am now matching poo bags. Um, you're out there doing it. And sometimes you think, oh, you know, is it just me? Yeah. And you go onto Instagram, you go onto Twitter and there's all these, I'm, I, I think they're on Facebook too, but I don't do Facebook. Um, there's all these other people literally across the world doing the same and you feel like you're part of this extraordinarily po- extraordinarily positive community of yeah. people um and and it's just wonderful it is really uplifting and for me it's so much part of my own kind of mental well-being and and what I call my wheel of well-being it's like being out there doing something making a difference moving being in the fresh air and then you have this extraordinary community behind you um it, it's just wonderful yeah I, I and I talk more about that I, I can't say enough about how wonderful it is it is that real community isn't it it does feel like it's bizarre talking about it when it's online and you know you chances are you're never going to meet any of these people face to face but it does feel like a really lovely as you said really positive community and I think that's one of the really important things when we're doing talking about the climate crisis or plastic pollution and things if if those people in our own local communities aren't in the same place as us it can feel quite lonely and it can feel like we're the mm. only ones and we're sort of plodding along on our own but actually that is one of the beauties and the joys of social media is that it can bring people together from all over the world into these online communities but that are still doing something very active on the ground uh, as well and it's so clever yeah absolutely and actually um probably one of the most beautiful days of my paddleboard the north as I called it and actually probably one of the most beautiful days of my life I have to say was um Friday the 2nd of August and I paddled um through the longest tunnel I've done which was a mile and then I paddleboarded um 25 miles um to arrive home sort of 10 30 at night mm. um and on that day a friend of mine from the two minute beach clean community came up and she walked pretty much the 25 miles and sort of kept stopping moving her car yeah and and as I arrived into my hometown of Skipton 10 30 at night I was kind of lit the the canal was lit by fairy lights of some of the houses some of the boats and she was waiting and she come she lives in Essex so she'd come up yeah she'd come up she was staying up in um up on the moors um and 
you know, for me, that just said everything that, that she had spent the day picking up litter. She talked to people on the route. Some people had given her money. Um, they'd asked what this crazy woman on the pub board was <laughs> doing. And sometimes we chatted and sometimes we just, you know, she walked, I paddleboarded in silence. And, and it was, you know, we met um, through through Instagram and we mm. met through the community. We met last actually 2018 very briefly at a conference and and then she came and did that and it was like wow you know Mm. how else would I have met her and and um yeah the power of social media to make a difference is huge um and I I really appreciate it and and I think the more we do that, the more um, natural it becomes. So now I'll be walking along literally with somebody and they'll, they'll stop and they'll say, or they'll point and they'll know that I'll pick up litter. And a couple <laughs> of years ago, they, I might have felt a bit embarrassed that I would do that. And now yeah. I don't at all. I just, they're just like, oh, here's some, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, talking about the, the power of social media and things, and people talk you know that there's a lot of things wrong with social media but Mm -hmm. you are just a joy a little ray of positivity on social media you are so (laughs) lovely to follow and every so often I just get the most gorgeous little message into my inbox on Instagram or something and you're just so (laughs) lovely and caring and positive and yeah just like it's a little ray of sunshine you totally (laughs) oh thank you yeah I know yeah you know it's I think it's just that same message. I'm too old to be cynical. I just, you know, I, I think life is, life is short and precious. And um, whilst we're here, why not just make the most of it and just go out there and, you know, be a bit of a sunshine. And if I don't feel sunshiny, I just don't go on Instagram. <laughs> I just keep my mouth shut. Um, but it does so much for me. You know, I get a lot, <coughs> excuse me, I get a lot out of um, the community. And so I just want to give back really. So, mm. and have you always um, sort of done these kinds of things, and always been that kind of person? Or because I, I think you know, I've read quite a lot. You talk about being a midlife adventurer. It sounds mm. as though you've sort of arrived at, at this midlife, grey midlife stage. We talk about, <laughs> um, and and made a very conscious decision to to do something very positive with it. Is is that how it happened? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I was always in, um, interested. I've always loved the sea. My dad was a diver. I used to dive in my twenties. My dad was a sailor. Um, my dad only gave up diving, I think, in his late seventies because the doctor said to him, "Look, I can't give you a really good reason why you shouldn't dive anymore." But the fact that you've had three types of cancer is probably wow. not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, excuse me. So, my dad's always um, introduced that love of the sea. We used to watch Jack Cousteau back in the 70s, you know, when it was just like one channel kind of thing. Um, and in fact, in in the early 80s, um, my dissertation was on the early, um, uh, on the green movement. So I went to like oh, wow. um, green party conferences. Yeah. yeah and um, I lived in Germany and I went on. I went on marches then. Um, <laughs> proper, proper activist. Marching now, but I did them. I was a proper activist then. You know, um, you know, I was buying recycled toilet paper in the eighties, um, and I tried to go vegan in the eighties, which was really, really wow, hard. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, really hard. People really thought you were weird then. Um, and um, and then I guess I I kind of you know got married, had children, got divorced, and. And, you know, life takes you on a different yeah. sort of journey and you get involved in that. And then uh, one day I just found myself um, 
in the supermarket with my sons and I just sort of burst into tears and said, I, you know, it, it was then, I think, um, early stages of the menopause. I said I couldn't cope um, and sort of, you know, they ushered me out of the Tesco saying, God, mum's completely lost it now. Um, and then I sort of started um, exercising. I hadn't really looked after myself, hadn't really exercised. Um, and that sort of led from that to one thing to the other to the other to the point where I suddenly or suddenly where I realized how much being outdoors and particularly in the sea and moving kind of brought me home to myself, brought me yeah. so much joy. And so adding litter picking, beach cleaning to all my adventures just seemed like, um, it seemed like coming home really to myself, yeah. Um, yeah. coming home to all the things that I used to love. And on the outside, my life is similar to how it used to be but on the inside it's just very very different um in terms of sort of just voicing my values and living them to my best of my ability without being knobby about it yeah god that living your values thing is that living your values thing is so important I think because and I've been thinking so much about this lately and um when I interviewed um Jade from Not Buying You, she said, you know, about being a feminist yeah. and then suddenly realizing that that didn't fit with buying fast fashion. And, and it, and it is that, isn't it? I think we all, well, in my rose tinted, you know, social media echo chamber, we've yes. all got very similar values and, um, <laughs> you know, everybody wants to look after each other. Everybody wants to look after the planet. Everybody's worried about their kids. Um, but yeah. there's definitely a disconnect, I think, between our values and our actions and, and trying to join up those dots a little bit. Um, as you say, without being a a knob about it um is yeah is is something that I think we could all just reflect on a little bit it sounds a bit knobbish but do you know what I mean I think it is something yeah absolutely um, absolutely and it's it isn't about alienating people um I I don't want to alienate anybody but um whenever I don't often go out but if I do go out to a restaurant I don't I don't drink so I've always drunk sparkling water and then I suddenly realize oh Oh my lord how many bottles of sparkling water over the years have I drunk oh, that has yeah. not been in in bottle because they took they used to be in bottle then they went to plastic and so if I'm out and have a drink I'll say do you have sparkling water yes and I'll always say is it in glass or in plastic and they'll say if it's in plastic I'll say no I'm fine thank you I'll just have tap water or I'll have a tomato juice or something mm. um, and at first people used to cringe my children used to be like oh god oh god mum can you just get through <laughs> this and now they <laughs> now they're just like really cool about it they're like um and I was out with a friend and they came and um and and uh and he said right well we'll have some bottled water oh gosh um yeah now first we have to ask (laughs) um is it plastic or glass you know and it's so it's and like at Christmas I made my own crackers um yeah and at first I was a bit like oh gosh is this gonna be like uh, you know mum's just really gone lost it but I was like okay here are our crackers and even my dad was like oh they're really quite cute you know um, but I think that put your hat on then I will take the present out of uh, the (laughs) presents were in a bag (laughs) um yeah it's just little little things you know little things and each of them you know I would say was a an act of activism and especially that in the restaurant as well because you're not only living your values but you're um you're kind of standing up for them as well and you're making your voice heard and so that waiter or waitress might go back and say to management oh gosh you know that's the third person this week we've had asking about 
plastic or glass bottles is there any way we could make a change or and, yeah. and there is something about being seen to be doing that and I think that is getting easier and easier certainly over the last couple of years with the way that um, public uh, awareness is changing and that kind of thing and I don't think as you say that that kind of cringeworthy thing um, yes we might feel a bit cringy the first time or the first couple of times we do it but I think it's becoming more and more normal and people are, are much more um, receptive and, and probably quite grateful to you for being the one to kind of do it when they might inside of me going oh oh gosh that feels a bit uncomfortable or yeah I think so uh, yeah I do I think so sometimes you have to be the one that's Brenny Brown <laughs> says if you say an author I love and she says mm. stay or stay awkward stay yes. brave stay kind and I think you know that if I'm prepared to be a bit awkward and not awkward in a negative way but yeah. just like geeky awkward um and sort of say oh mm. do you mind if I you know I brought my box yes um, you know I brought my box can I just like fill it with this is that okay do you yeah. mind um I always try and do it in a really positive way really grateful and yeah. thank you so much sorry to be a pain but um and and you know when I did it the first time in one of the farm shops they were like looked at me and they're like what but now and I'm not saying it's me that's done this I think it's just the cumulative effect yes. probably from Sir David Attenborough's um, Blue Planet yeah. and more and more people do it so more and more people are at that point of going in and saying can we do this mm. can we um, can we weigh this in this box yeah. and I've got this box for this and um, yeah and it's just those little things but always, always I always take from the two minute beach clean is to do it in a positive way yeah. um, because that suits me better but also I think people feel a bit better if you do yeah. it in a positive way definitely, um, definitely. so yeah and um we talked before I sort of hit record about um the sort of overwhelm that I think a lot of people and I would include myself in this feel when yeah. they talk about the climate crisis and you talk about plastic pollution and maybe like you said you're going along a canal and seeing all the rubbish yeah. and things and, and it does feel really really overwhelming but um you were saying that the antidote to fear and the antidote to anxiety and the antidote to that paralysis that we often get with overwhelm what did you say that it was action yeah, yeah just action I mean I'm a really anxious person I get anxious about every single thing and the menopause just like took that into an extreme but I know the only thing that ever really works for me with anxiety is to to do something it's like to go outside and move to pick up some litter to you know action Mm. cures not cures I meet all my anxiety really and my overwhelm with um action and gratitude and that's how I do it it's like do something about it and just be really grateful that you can do something about it because there's so much I can't you know I can't do anything about what's happening in Australia I can't do anything about some but I can do little things and and if I do little things and talk about it then other people will do little things I mean it's amazing to me how often I'll get a message in my dms and somebody will be literally holding a poo bag and they say look I found this and thought of you yeah or you know I've never they'll say to me I've never in my life picked up plastic I've never in my life um taken um a reusable bottle or mm. you know but I I see what you do and, and I'm doing it and 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 they may only do it for a few days a week um you know a little a little mm. bit here and there but I just amplify that and say yeah. that's amazing and thank you and well done and um, and yeah and I think that's the that's the key to the action bit if you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious or um 
you know, if you suffer from any kind of mental or depressive illness or whatever, it, it doesn't have to be a huge, big action. It can just be the smallest, tiniest thing. As you yeah. say, you know, I'm going to walk around the block and pick up three pieces of litter or, um, you know, today I am going to remember my reusable water bottle or, and I think if you, and that action becomes a very positive momentum. And I think there is a, um, you know, a positive spiral you can go on as well as the negative yeah. spiral. So yeah, um, yeah. absolutely, like a positive feedback loop. Yes. You go, oh yeah, I did that. I remembered that, or you know, I remembered to put my. Um, I used to carry a, a fork, a knife, and a spoon, and then I thought it probably wasn't good carrying a knife in my handbag if I went to London. <laughs> I just thought at first it was like it seemed like a really good idea, and then I thought hmm, maybe I shouldn't carry a knife. Um, but you know, I just um, I just always have a spoon just in case I need to snack on the way. Mm. Um, I always have my water bottles, um, you know, my bags, and and it's just little things like that. And then you can get into the other stuff that's. Um, maybe a bit unusual like things in the bathroom or mm. how you do your laundry or your soap and stuff but you know my son bought me some shampoo bars for Christmas um you know just little things like yeah. that which last year he would have been a bit maybe like oh mum yeah um you know it's so much easier just to go to Boots and buy something in a bottle but yes. you know um and it's amazing just one thing then leads to another yeah. and and you can then f- sort of find actually I'm doing lots of lots of things um just one step at a time and adding more and more yeah and I think that is you know to me that is the very definition of of kind of activism or activism ish is that um you know we we're actually it's that action part of the word I guess and and that you don't have to I think you posted a post as well about about sort of being quite introverted and you know I'm the same the thought of going on a climate march and shouting and things and I did do it last year but felt really uncomfortable and yeah that doesn't you know not all activism is the same it doesn't have to look like that and you don't have to go and glue yourself to a bus although you know XR have done a brilliant job of raising the the profile of um, the climate crisis and things but there are things that we can all do every day even within our our comfort zones um, yes that, that are actually making a difference I, I I agree, and also I think everybody has a different audience almost. Um, so um, you know, a twenty-year-old who wants to go on Extinction Rebellion um, may not look at a fifty-year-old, fifty-five-year-old mother of two <laughs> and think she is my inspiration. <laughs> you know, they're going to look at Greta Thunberg, or yeah. they're going to look to somebody else, and that's their voice. But then. A fifty, you know, a middle-aged woman um, who has a, a lifetime supply of Tupperware um, <laughs> is not also going to go. Well, why would I? You know, she's not going to go and throw all that out and then say, "Oh, I need to go out and buy some, you know, fancy jars." Yes. You yeah. know, we 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 talk to our audience. We talk yeah. to the people that will listen to us. Um, and if I went out, you know, being Miss Nobby Noel. I would put people off but if I say look it's really quite simple just take these things or this is what I did or um you know I've got my loo roll and my um bamboo toothpicks and all these different uh, you know flossy things and it's not weird and they work Mm. then they people might go oh that's really yeah maybe I could try that and they don't have to walk around you know everything but they they will pick up on stuff that they see someone like me who kind of feels a bit like them yeah, and, yeah. and has shown that it's possible. And, um, 
yeah you know yeah. it's all di all different things um and everybody's got their own different audience and and you speak to the audience that will listen and you do it i think in a way that seems authentic to you yeah. and authentic to them as well yeah and you do it absolutely brilliantly so tell us where we can come and find you on social media joe if we want to um, join your so tribe I am um, healthy, happy fifty. So healthy, happy, and then five zero, and that's Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I have a website, healthyhappyfifty.com, which I'm kind of revamping at the moment. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm there pretty much most days. <laughs> <laughs> Always on my stories, um, and just um, just trying to encourage people just to do their little bit and um, cheerlead. I love cheerleading people on when they do it, and just saying, yeah. "Well done, that's great," because yeah. I know that just. It works for me when I'm feeling a bit down um, and I know that it can work for other people when they're feeling like I'm just starting out, you know, what should I do? Yes. And if someone says, hey, that's fantastic. And I would just um, really recommend um, following Two Minute Beach Clean. Mm. It's a wonderful, wonderful community. Um, and and obviously um, yourself and all the other amazing people that you have on your podcast. So, Aww, thank you so yeah, much, I'm Jen. so excited about your book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was you that that when I saw you, t you must have been talking about Christmas, and I was like, "Okay, what else can I do about Christmas other than my brown paper?" And then I was like, yeah. "Right, everybody, I'm making crackers," and they were like, "Oh, she's lost it." I'm gonna <laughs> have to like look, for, scroll through your Instagram, and you must have posted a picture of them, did you? Um, I only put it on my stories. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't feel they were Instagrammable, but actually they were quite pretty. But. Um, yeah, I, well, I if, will. But, you know. Almost if they're not Instagrammable, I feel I feel like <laughs> we ought to be posting more of that because the kind yeah. of Instagram aesthetic of green and sustainability and zero yeah. waste is quite intimidating, I think, if we can all share our little crap. <laughs> I think so. I, that's one thing I want to do more of this, this year, actually, is um, just talk about the little things that I've yeah. done because um, you've, I was writing them down recently and I thought, you know, actually there's a lot here that yeah. other people could do. Um, I, you know, for me, it's second nature to go to the refill shops because I'm so lucky. I've got sort of three places I can go on my doorstep, but mm. um, I know for other people it's like, well, you know, what does that, what, how does it work? What do you do? Yeah. And I think I need to talk more about that. Um, so yeah, I will. I Maybe I'll make some, maybe I'll make some end of January crackers and I'll um, yes. I'll post them yeah yes. it was fun and gosh oh. so much money as well so <laughs> brilliant oh well it's a, an absolute joy to follow you on social media oh. and it's been a joy as I knew it would be to talk to you so thank, thank you so you. much for joining us thank you for having me I'm absolutely honoured thank oh. you Thank you so much for tuning in and for joining me in counting down to and celebrating the launch of the Sustainable-ish Living Guide, available online and in all good bookshops from January the 9th, 2020. Catch you next time.